Welcome everyone to season three, episode one of the Hey Coach podcast. If you haven't listened to any of my previous episodes, you can get them at heycoachreyes.com. They're all there. You can also get them wherever you listen to your podcast. We are starting season three with an awesome interview. This interview will show you that no matter where you are in life, you can move on and succeed. Marcus Ogden grew up in a single parent home with a father that inspired perseverance and fairness. Marcus learned how to define his values and set goals. Marcus attended Howard University where he played Division I football. He was drafted in 2003 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He played with the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, and the Tennessee Titans until he was released in 2007. Following his NFL career, Marcus started Caden Premier Enterprises, a construction company which quickly escalated to being a multi-million dollar construction. But in 2013, it all crashed around him and he ended up losing everything. At his lowest point, working as a custodian and having soiled milk and food fall on him, he decided that he needed to turn his life around. Now, Marcus has become a speaker, an executive coach, a corporate trainer, on top of being a multi-book author. He hosts a podcast, The Lev and Marcus Show, and he's a consultant and business owner. So please join me in my conversation with Marcus Austin. Marcus, thank you for coming on the Hey Coach Podcast. I really appreciate you giving me some of your time. No problem, Eric. How are you doing this evening? Good, good, good. Thanks. Well, you know, you're the epitome of what we try to show people on our show, which is that no matter how hard or how easy it is, the transition is there. And no matter what you do, you can come out on the other side. And uh, I also want to congratulate you on being on Core 100 Most Influential Blacks Today. And Core is Champions of Real Excellence. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, I was really excited about that. Uh, we found out about that yesterday. Uh, Bo Porter, who's actually a former Major League Baseball player, created the magazine. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's a, that's a great accomplishment. Just giving people a little bit of your background, you are an ex-NFL player. Mm-hmm. You are a writer, an author. Yeah. Um, two, of the, two of the books were Sleepless Nights, The NFL, Business, and Family. Uh-huh. And success cycles, three keys to achieving your goals in business and life. Correct. But now you're also a speaker. Yep. You're a coach. Uh-huh. Did I miss anything? <laughs> uh, I, I'm a consultant and I also am a podcast co-host of the Levin Marcus Show. And I'm also a business owner and several different businesses that their core values, Eric, align with our brand's core values. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to get into that, but I first want to get your story on getting into sports, the NFL, and then that transition. Yeah. So I'm from Washington, D.C. I went to St. John's College High School, the same high school that Kevin Plank, who owns Under Armour, went to. I then went to Harvard University, played football for the Bison. I was a four-year starter. Uh, I was a three-time All-Conference, two-time All-American in offensive line, mainly right tackle and left tackle. I was then drafted to the National Football League by the Jacksonville Jaguars by Jack Del Rio, who's now still coaching today for the Washington football team as their defensive coordinator. 
I had an amazing almost six-year career in the National Football League, played for the Jaguars, Ravens, Bills, and for the Titans. And then when I got out of football, Eric, for about six months, I struggled immensely with alcoholism, addiction, nightlife, gambling. I had lost my father about a year or so prior to my retirement, and I had no plan. I had no structure. I didn't know what to do with my life. And I ended up finally, after about six months, putting the bottle down, and I got into construction, and I built with my partner, Caden Premier Enterprises. We became the largest African-American subcontractor in the area of site work and utilities in the city of Baltimore, the state of Maryland. But unfortunately, Eric, as the company grew, so did my ego, my bravado. I became very egocentric. I started living my life by what I call the personality ethics, jealousy, rage, envy, wrath, And because of that, I lost some of my best employees, that along with a really bad job, Eric, where I spent about $3 million of my money money, in less than 90 days, I ended up having to file a chapter seven complete and total bankruptcy when I ended up leaving Baltimore and moved down to Raleigh. My home was foreclosed on, both cars repossessed in the same day, I had lost everything as a result of my really arrogant ways and my really bad mistakes in calculation of business. And when I got down here to Raleigh, Eric, I had $400 to my name. That's it. Wow. Wow. What's your acronym for ego? You have a lot of these things. Yes, yes, yes. So it's exaggerated, glorified opinions. I always exaggerated, Eric, how good I really was, how much information I really had about construction. I was always chasing the glory, wanting to be on TV, news, whatever the case may be. And I always had to have the last word when talking to people, no matter what it was. So it was no doubt in my mind I was going to crash and burn. But knowing what I know today, you know, I crash and burn a lot harder and faster because my ego got the best of me. Wow. That's now when you say you were down and you had $400, what did you end up doing? Cause this is an amazing story. So I ended up working for Merrill Lynch in Durham, North Carolina for a short time for a couple of months. I got fired from that job all my fault. I ended up getting a job the next day aired to a construction company that was great. I was fired from that job five days later. So basically, I got fired from two jobs with pretty much in the same fiscal week. I ended up becoming an entrepreneur, starting football training, which I enjoy and I loved. And I ended up doing that. But unfortunately, Eric, as my kids stopped coming to me because of the season, they had games, practices, the revenue started to slow down immensely. So I needed another job. So I took a job as a custodian. One of my clients had a custodial janitorial business. You need some help. Took the job and I worked that job from 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. on the graveyard shift, cleaning office buildings, different mixed use you know, uh, properties all around the Raleigh downtown area. And I'll never forget when I was a custodian taking out the trash, Eric, somebody's spoiled milk rotten meat, nasty, protruding garbage, Eric, got all of my body, my skin, and my clothes because there was a rip on the front side of the bag, which I could not see. 
And that was my rock bottom moment of clarity. I sat down on that curb, put my head in my hands, and I started to cry. And I realized at that time, Eric, what was missing from my life was accountability, ownership, and being real with myself that I needed to change. And when that happened, a lot of great things started happening for me. I started to figure out that victim mode and blaming others was not the way to live. And I came home that morning, I wrote down my three biggest strengths. And I realized based off those strengths, I was going to start becoming a keynote speaker, start that business, launch the business of September 2013 for two and a half years, Eric, not one paid job. Wow. Not one. I worked as a birthday party clown. I worked as a football trainer. I ran a seven on seven league. I did all kinds of things, anything and everything, Eric, just to pay the bills while I pursued my dream of being a keynote speaker. Finally, got our first paid job in April 2016. Wow. And, I, and from that point forward, learned the business, got coached, got developed. And so now going into, it'll be six, almost six years, it'll be six years exactly in April of next year that we have been working, getting paid for our services. And I have worked for, or we have worked for almost over 30 Fortune 500 brands in the last almost six years. We have written two best-selling books on our own, contributing author to two others, We are a consultant. We are a coach. We own different businesses. We have a podcast. And the brand overall is all about accountability to help inspire others to go for their dreams, their goals, whatever they want to do in life and turn those into accomplishments. And that's what we're doing today. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you're definitely not a person that could say, oh, this was an easy road for me. I was in the NFL. It was the easy road. What kept you going mm. on that time that you weren't getting? What kept you going in that period? So what kept me going was in times of extreme darkness, I focused on the light. And Aristotle has an amazing quote, which is basically exactly that. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And I focused on the little glimmer of light that was my father and his legacy because I knew if I stopped, And if I gave up on myself, then what he had worked hard for to make sure that we had all the best in life, all the opportunities in life was going to squander away because I squandered away all of my money from the construction company and my NFL career in that bad decision that I made uh, with that hole in that business. I literally lost everything, self-respect, you know, family, friends as a result of that. And I knew I had a story to tell, but the problem was, and I tell my clients this all the time, I knew I had a story to tell, but I didn't know how to package it or deliver it. And eventually, I finally put myself in that position to deliver it and be able to start doing well with it. After I got my first paid job in 2016, I've always worked on my craft ever since then, Eric, and I work on my craft every single day. When I talk to people doing podcasts like yours, when I do our own podcast, 
I'm always conscientious of how I speak and what I do and trying to always you know, better myself. But that's where it started. It started with me saying, hey, Marcus, if you're going to make this work, you have got to take ownership. But what kept me going, Eric, through all those hard times, all the negativity, all the self-doubt was my father and his legacy. Awesome. Awesome. Tell you, the other thing that I really like about your story is that people who are down on the bottom and are struggling to move up, sometimes they don't feel like their story people want to hear because, oh, why do they want to listen to me? Look Uh where I am. Uh And they don't know that there's a story like you're trying to tell people don't do Uh the things that I did wrong. Learn from my Uh mistakes. Uh Uh-huh. And that's what I love about your story, because that's what you're trying to tell people. I listened to a um, a speech you did for school. You were straight out telling these kids, don't do these things. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And here's the thing, right, Eric? I tell people all the time, don't do something that you know someone else has tried and failed at. And don't do it not meaning don't try to pursue something someone's failed at. I don't really mean it like that. What I mean is learn from their mistakes so you don't make the same errors, the same omissions that they've made. So if you want to be a speaker, I failed for two and a half years to get a paid job. I'm not saying don't pursue being a speaker. No, no, I'm not saying that. What I am saying, though, is learn from my mistakes. Go and get a website. Hire a videographer. Get client logos on your website get testimonials from people. These are things that I did not do when I started speaking in 2013, which is exactly why for two and a half years, Eric, not one paid job. I would take photos at a speaking job. Well, photos are nice for aesthetics, but they don't show meeting planners and event planners your ability to do three things, engage your audience, have great stage presence, and educate your audience. I learned that from a Fortune 25 company meeting planner. She said, Marcus, when we're looking at people bringing in speakers, we look at three things, their stage presence, their audience engagement, do they educate their audience? So my whole point is, Eric, is that I've always been the person to tell people, go after what you want, what you dream, absolutely. But if you see someone that's going after something that you're trying to do or something similar that they have done and you're trying to get there, figure out from them what they did that worked, but more importantly, Eric, what they did that didn't work. This way, you can keep on the trajectory and not fall off track. Exactly. Exactly. I always try to show the the similarities in sports and business, and it's the same thing from sports. You don't just go out there and play offensive tackle. No. It took years of practice and training and studying to get you there. They didn't just go and say, hey, this guy played offensive line at Howard University. Okay, let's just put him in. No. Uh And Uh that practice and the practice and as a speaker is the same thing. Okay, I have a story to tell. Okay, that's great. Uh Practice your skill. Uh Practice your skill. Practice different action steps. Practice how to tailor your custom suit to a certain audience. Learn how to engage people with different stories from your life, all that kind of stuff. 
Exactly. Exactly. Now, I know your time is kind of short, but uh, there's one thing that you spoke about, which was your acronym TRAIN. And I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about that. So for me, the acronym TRAIN stands for Teach, Resonate, Apply, Ignite, Next Level Growth. And the TEACH, always be someone that is willing to teach others and also be someone that's always willing to be teachable. R, resonate. People do business with who they like, Eric. So learn how to resonate with people and turn your soft skills into your superpowers, which is like emotional intelligence and how to connect with people. A, apply. Take action steps towards your goals. One of our past podcast guests, Miss Marianne Johnson, who was the chief product officer for Cox Automotive said, the best leaders are biased towards taking action. And she's spot on. I ignite. You don't get into a car, train, plane, boat, any type of vehicle, right, Eric, without putting the key in the ignition and turning it. Same thing in life. And in its next level growth, always aspire to be better than you were yesterday. Right. Awesome. Awesome. You have, you have so many acronyms. I definitely have to get you on another time because you have so much teachable and important knowledge to give out. One question. What would you tell Marcus from right out of the NFL that he shouldn't have done? That he should not have done? Right. He should not have gotten arrogant and or egotistical about his success with his construction company. Because here's the thing, when I left the NFL, what I should have done was hired a business coach, hired a mindset or life coach to help me figure out what to do next. But since I, you're saying what I should not have done, right. not what I should have done, I should not have let the success go to my head, Eric, with my construction company. I have a saying, if you don't handle success, success will handle you. Awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, I know that your time is valuable and that you got other things to do. If anybody wants to reach out to you, find out what you're doing, hire you, what's the best way to get in touch with you? They can go to our website, Eric. They can go to www.marcusmarquesogden.com and they can connect with us. There's a chat with me box on there. They can also send me an email at marcus underscore ogden at yahoo.com and also marcus at marcusogden.com. Awesome. Awesome. I will put all that information on the show notes and, uh, My last question is fourth and goal. There's a minute left on the clock, no timeouts, and the game's on the line. Give us something to leave with. So I'm going to leave you with this. Leadership is the art of getting people to do what you want done because they want to do it. General Dwight D. Eisenhower. You mentioned earlier, Eric, about us being selected as one of the top 100 Black influential leaders of today. 
I think it's exactly called the uh, it's the top one. It's the core 100 top influentials blacks of today. And the reason for that, right, Eric, is our team. Plain and simple. My business partner, Dawn Wiener, my website person, George Saad, my videographer, Donovan Barnes, our trademark, our trademark and patent person, Albert Hardin. We have other great people on the team. We're bringing on a, uh, a publicist and a PR brand person. We have great uh, accountants and lawyers and bookkeepers. Everybody is working towards the same goal. And people on our team want to be here. They want to work together. And that's what it's all about. Great leaders are people like Nelson Mandela, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Bishop Desmond Tutu just passed away a couple of days ago. These are people that I think of that are great leaders. They serve a cause, Eric, greater than themselves. And that's what leadership's all about. It's about serving a cause greater than yourself and serving those that work for you and with you and getting them to do what you want done because they feel the commitment and they feel the loyalty to do it and see it all the way to the finish line and beyond. Awesome. Awesome. Great ending. Great ending. Marcus, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on the Hey Coach podcast. Like I said, I would love to get you back on. Uh, You got some great information. You have that pivot, which I didn't get to. But that's another great acronym of yours. And uh, I'd love to have you back and, and do a little bit more teaching. That sounds great. And I'll close with this. The acronym pivot, poised, inspired, victory, mindset, okay? Observing, tactician, okay? So when you are somebody that's poised, you're somebody that's really calm under pressure, okay? The I is inspired, someone that is really driven to achieve something. V is victory mindset. You're focused on not just your personal growth, but everybody around you's growth. O is observing, being able to look at things, process things, and make decisions. And then T is going to be tactician, someone that can execute what you have observed. So poised, inspired, Victory mindset, observing tactician. Awesome, awesome. You're always teaching. You're always teaching. Everything I see, you're always teaching. That's great. Well, thank you once again. And like I said, I really appreciate your time. Eric, thanks for having me on, my friend. I really appreciate it. All right, take care. Bye-bye. What a great and inspirational story to start this new year. I want to thank Marcus again for coming on the Hey Coach podcast. Listeners, there is a lesson here for everyone. As I normally do, I have three takeaways from my conversation. Number one was when he was at his lowest, he took time out and wrote down his strengths. This is an awesome thing to do, especially now, the beginning of the year. Take some time out, write down your strengths, and see where you can put those strengths to use. The second point was figured out what was missing in his life and it was accountability ownership and being real with himself I think all of us should take a deep look 
within ourselves to see if any of those points are missing and correct it. And the third thing is if you don't handle success, success will handle you. I will put all of Marcus's information on our show notes. I'll also put down the acronyms ego, train, and pivot. People can have that. Marcus is a great speaker. I think anyone who is looking for a keynote speaker or a corporate training person, he's definitely the person you should contact. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at eric at heycoachreyes.com. Love to hear from you. And I'm wishing everyone an awesome new year. Let's all focus. Let's find our why. Let's have a great prosperous, amazing new year. Take care.